The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome, everybody, to Game Time Decisions on a Friday on the Grid. No, I am not Gabe. We do not have Cam. They're getting their holiday weekend off to a good start a little bit earlier on. So you have me, Dane Martinez, the spitting statistician, and my guy opposite pick, Scott Wetzel. For the next couple hours, we break down all the decisions you need to make for game time, and we slide on into in-game live as we usually do. So, Scott, I mean, there's a a lot of stuff out there for us to discuss, right? A big slate of Major League Baseball action. We've got the U.S. Open. We've got college football, and that's where I want to start, Scott, because right now we've got North Carolina and Virginia Tech, so if we need to make some game-time decisions, that's going to be the first game we need to decide on, and listen, those Tar Heels come in there with an offense, and they come in there with a Heisman candidate at quarterback. I got some trivia and some stats for you about Mr. Howell. He's really lighting it ablaze. So tell me, what are you thinking about in this game? Because this is the first decision we've got to make for the people here on the grid in place of Gabe and Cam. How you doing, Scotty? Good, Dan, good. Uh, Right, a lot on the plate, absolutely, and start with the college football. I I don't know how you can't like the over in this game. I I think it's one of the best plays. In fact, I think it is the best play on the board tonight. I mean, there's not a lot of action, but, I mean, these teams combined for 100 points plus last year. They combined for 80-plus points two years ago. The same guys are are back for both teams for the most part, and the over-under is only 63-and-a-half, maybe 64. I I mean, I don't know how do you explain that, right? This This line should be in the 70s, if not 80, so... Boy, I just mm-hmm. love, 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 love the Oak. And I tell you, if you like Virginia Tech, which I understand, I would take Dan Dane on, on the money line because this is one of those games that we talked about last night in the game live. And it's going to be such a yeah. high-scoring game that the chances are the winner, if it's Virginia Tech, is going to win her outright and not cover the spread. You know, you don't see 55-53 type of games. You see 55-45. You see 60-50. You know, you see a wider spread when it gets to this big of a number of a game, which I think it'll be. So uh, I, I would just assume grab the 168, you know, on Virginia Tech Moneyline versus the five and a half that FanDuel has posted right now. Yeah, I'm with you. I went in a slightly different way. I agree. Points will be scored here. I like Carolina in the game. I didn't want to lay the five and a half, so I took the Tar Heels team total, Scotty, of over 34 and a half because, listen, this team has an offense. Did you know, Scott, that 
UNC and Alabama were the only teams last year to score 35 rushing touchdowns and 30 passing touchdowns. Okay, this is one of the better offenses in college football, at least last year with Mac Brown and, of course, Sam Howell. Here's my question for you, Scott. Do you think it'll look the same for the Tar Heels on offense? Because not one but both of their running backs are now fitting to play on Sundays in the NFL. Williams was over there in Denver as an early round pick. Michael Carter, a pick of the New York Jets, and they think he may be the lead dog there in New York. So now, without these two pro running backs there behind that Howell can kind of turn around and give the ball to, do you think this offense will still look as dominant, Scott? Yeah, hey, listen, running backs are a dime a dozen, Dane, in the NFL, and they're a dime a nickel in, in the uh, college football world. <laughs> you, you replace those guys. I worry about wide receivers. You know, I, tell you, I worry about wide receivers more than I do running backs and even quarterbacks, to tell hmm. you the truth. All right, fair enough. And listen, as always, we got to give a big shout out to all of our radio affiliates. So many ways to listen, so many ways to watch us. Get on the grid, absolutely. Unless, of course, you're allergic to money. Dane Martinez, the spitting statistician, and my man opposite picks with us for the next hour plus. We're going to be watching Virginia Tech and North Carolina. We got a big slate of baseball. A few very key series going on that'll get started this weekend as, uh, you know, the wild card gets tight divisions even get tight i did want to ask you a trivia question though scott and i know you know all sorts of good factoids and nuggets sam howell (laughs) the quarterback for north carolina right he is one of six quarterbacks ever in college football history are you ready for this scott who have thrown for 3500 yards had 30 touchdowns and less than 10 picks in back to back seasons Six quarterbacks have done it all time in college football. The question for you is, how many of the other ones not named Sam Howell do you think you can name? Uh, give me So less than 10 interceptions, over 30. 30 plus touchdowns. touchdowns and 3,500 yards. 3,500 yards in the season and done it back to back years. Howell, by the way, is the only person of this list that I'll share with you later that did it in their freshman and sophomore years right out the gate back to back if that doesn't speak to what these this Carolina offense can do. The Carolina defense, however, not doing so much because Vatek going right down the field. Do you have any ideas? Do you want to make a guess? We could string it out throughout the entire yeah. hour too, Scotty. Yeah, I mean, I would say Trevor Lawrence. I mean, it's, it's got to be, you know, what's, what's interesting, it's back-to-back. So it's, it's got to be a guy that did it in his first three years because if you're that good, you probably went pro your fourth year, right? So my, my first guess automatically would be Trevor Lawrence. He would be one. Well, remember, Trevor Lawrence missed some games for COVID last year, so he did not have the opportunity to get there. When I give you some of the names, some of them are brand names that are playing on Sundays. He is not one of them. And some of them are like, wow, he did it? Think about guys that were dominant in college, but then maybe defecated the mattress a little bit when they had their chance on Sunday. I'll give you a couple of the answers throughout the hour right here on Game Time Decisions. And what we'll also do when we come back is we're going to look at some key games on the Major League Baseball slate. I mean, we got wild cards that can be decided. Dodgers and Giants this weekend still battling it out for the NL West. We'll do all that, making decisions here. It's GTD on the grid. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. What time is it? Game time! Woo! Game time decisions right here on SportsGrid. Get on the grid unless, of course, you're allergic to money. Dane Martinez, the spitting statistician. And we got our guy, Scotty Wetzel, opposite pick. Scott, one of the quarterbacks who did that before, what Sam Howell has also done, is now a current offensive coordinator in the NFL. That's a hint for you. I'll reel them all off when we go into the next hour, if that helps you a little bit. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. But, Scotty, we'll keep an eye out, of course, on UNC and Vata. Heck, but there's some big-time baseball games that are going to get going tonight and throughout the weekend, and I want to ask you your thoughts about them. The first one I want to get at is Oakland and Toronto. Now, this series, in true Gabe and Cam fashion, let's start north of the border with the Toronto Blue Jays hosting the Oakland A's. Now, Scott, um, Toronto had been real strong as soon as they opened up that building again, allowed fans in there. There was a boost of adrenaline. They were doing very, very well. Then they've fallen off a little bit. Oakland has also gone through starts and stops. They were like three and seven in their last 10, started getting back on the good foot. It feels to me, Scott, like whoever gets banged out in this series, this is one of those like get eliminated from Survivor, get voted off the island. We got Manea on the hill for Oakland. Manoa on the hill for Toronto. That kid brings the heat, power, arm, electric stuff up in the top of the zone. I find it interesting. The Blue Jays are 162 favorites at home. Nine is the total in this one. How do you see this one playing out, Scott? Hey, good, good series, right? You know, and the Red Sox, as long yeah. as they win, can just kind of sit back and say, all right, we're going to gain, you know, one more game on either one of these two teams. Uh, so, yep. you know, you're right. Toronto, we came at 9-2, first 11 games uh, when they opened up uh, the things up in Canada. But it's not been the same since. They have won four of the last five. In fact, both teams have won four of the last five. You know, the A's had lost six in a row. The, the uh, Blue Jays were scuffling as well. Thank you very much, uh, Baltimore and Detroit. 
for Toronto to kind of get themselves back on their feet. When in doubt, schedule the Baltimore Orioles, right? Detroit Tigers, sure. especially. So at home, at home. <laughs> so uh, good, good series. You know, you know, Manoa, the kid from Toronto, he could be your Rookie of the Year in the American League. He's been a godsend, right? All the money they spend in the offseason. You see this all the time, right? The teams spend all this money on different players, and then come through right. for the most part. But it's the, it's the no mm-hmm. name that the fans didn't even think of. Alex Manoa, who's that? You know, at the beginning of the year, and he's he's done a yeoman's job for them. So I like Seattle, though. You know, despite all that, I'm going to go with the uh, the A's. Uh, they've been in the funk, but they kind of snapped out of it a little bit of themselves. Um, I, I just think plus it's money tonight, dead even series. Yeah, and you're getting plus money. So you want to give me plus money in a 50-50 matchup? I'll take the A's. They, they've done very well this yeah, year listen. on the road as well. Listen, when in doubt, take the plus money. I agree, this could be a coin flip game. And you're right, listen, they spend the money on Springer. They spend the money on Robbie Ray, right? They make other acquisitions, but it's other guys who come up through the system, right, that actually are still doing well for them and all these kids. Remember, they got a lot of second-generation studs on that squad. Another game, similar positioning in the standings that I want to get your thoughts on, Scott. You know, in the American League, we got teams like Oakland, teams like Toronto, toiling away, looking to try and get that second wild card. In the National League, we got two teams in the in the, in the Central. St. Louis is in that kind of position. The Reds are in that kind of position. And the Cardinals start a series this weekend in Milwaukee. Now, I've been saying it on Sports Grid, left, right, and center. I like Milwaukee because I like the three starting pitchers pitchers that they can run out as the calendar turns to September and ultimately October I need starting pitchers that I can respect and one of them is on the hill for the Brewers tonight Freddie Peralta is going for the Brewers Wainwright on the other side and Wainwright has been good especially since Flaherty has kind of gone down for them we got the Brewers at minus 190 that's a lot of juice that's a big number we've been seeing this over the last few weeks as well these teams that are locked into playoff position are laying two dollars laying three dollars does that continue tonight do these favorites just roll or is it because you know you got a division matchup you got wainwright on the hill are you interested in the cards on the road as dogs also scott this game seven and a half a pretty low total the book is respecting these two starting pitchers huh well, rightfully so. It's amazing. They're respecting the Cardinals and Wainwright with the total, right, at 7.5. But, boy, they're not Dane with the line. You know, it is down to 178, yeah. but still 180. You know Adam Wainwright? I, I know he's 3,000 years old, and he got off to an awful start, and people just kind of wrote him off. You know, he has, in his last four starts, he has not one shutout, not two shutouts. He's got really? three shutouts in his last four starts, really? and the other game he allowed two runs. Yeah, this guy has been on fire. I mean, you yeah. want to give me plus 150? Uh, no runs in seven. Eight. Now, listen, it's Pittsburgh. The, the, the caveat that it, all three games, as a matter of fact, it's Pittsburgh. Right. This is a different both, step up. It's it's a major step up. But but the one game he allowed the two runs in six innings was Milwaukee. So he's a, he shut out the Pirates over seven innings. His last outing shut out the Pirates over eight innings. The outing before that. Two runs and six against Milwaukee, and then he shut out the Pirates in a complete game, uh, nine uh, nine inning affair. So, but still, I mean, this guy's been great. He's Adam Wainwright. He's not the, some fluke pitcher. Uh, you know, when you take these things at the beginning of the game, Dane, even if you don't have a strong feel for it, you're putting yourself to me in a better position to hedge. And, and when you do the in-game live stuff right. that we like to do, you know, you, if yes. you get the dog to start, you grab a one nothing lead, two nothing lead with the dog, who's usually the visitor batting right. first. Now you can go grab the home team when they fail, you know, when they trail behind one nothing and you get them an even money.
or even on getting No, stocks. I completely agree. Listen, if you're looking for the long haul, and especially if you're looking to maybe, like I always say, get that initial tent pole right in the ground to then build the portfolio, you definitely want to get the plus money. You definitely want to take the points or play the run line, whatever it is, early on because then you have other options, right? You can start to find those middles. You can get plus money on both sides. So absolutely, if you're going to take your initial stake, you do want it to be on that side, especially if you're looking to continue to bet the game in game. Game live. I'll also let you know, though, Scotty, uh, Virginia Tech has scored already. The Hokies went right down the field, and like within a couple of minutes, they scored. So they're up 7 nothing already. Now Howell, who was, is the preseason ACC Player of the Year, he has these Tar Heels out there. You were talking about the over. You were talking about that total and how you think it's going to go all Love the way it. up potentially into the 70s. So a touchdown right out the gate, you know what I mean? So a touchdown right out of the gate, literally in the first couple of minutes of play, is certainly helpful to you. And Howell is going right over the middle of the field, too, with a couple of frozen ropes. So this total, which was at 62.5, has already gone up at 65.5. It's not a full-on game that I want to discuss, but you brought, you talked about St. Louis and with Wainwright on the hill, getting them at plus money. You know, one of the other things you've been talking about all year long here, Scotty, is that these damn Colorado Rockies are actually good at home. And they are also at home against the Braves. And you would think, ah, the Braves, they're a better team, division leader, and they are minus 142. But, Scotty, Colorado at home is something I know you have been deciding on. They are plus 120 tonight with Sensatella on the hill. I think that is an interesting place to look for some value, right? Because the Rockies are damn good at home, Scott. At 20 games over. I mean, not, not list like five, six, seven games, 20 games over. That's, a, that's a, you know, only two or three teams in baseball now because they did lose last night at home to Atlanta. But only two or three teams in baseball have as good or better record than the Rockies at home. I know it sounds crazy, but that's the case. So this is one of those series where, you know, kind of like the Orioles against the Yankees, Dane. You know, if, if you're going to bet mm -hmm. Baltimore or if you're going to bet Colorado, you don't pick one game. You say, I'm going to bet Baltimore all three games against the Yankees. They win one, I'm going to win money. Now, you don't have that with Colorado, right. but I, I'm not going to just bet one game. I think the Rockies can hold their own uh, at home against the Braves. So I'm going to bet that. We bet them last night. We lost, but I'm going to go right back on them today, plus 120. As long as I'm getting odds with Colorado, which I think you will this whole weekend, why not? They, the 20 games over 500. They're one of the best teams in, in all the baseball at home. Yeah, absolutely, and they're at plus 120 right now at home, as we mentioned, against Atlanta, who has a Noah on the hill. By the way, 11 is the total in that one. So we are off and running here on Game Time Decisions, the spitting statistician Dane Martinez, and of course, opposite pick Scott Wetzel. We got a couple of other key baseball games that we'll get into a little bit later on in the show, but we are now finished with two rounds of play as we try to crown a FedEx Tour champion. So who better to bring in at this midpoint than our guy Dubs Anderson. We're going to get some value and try to give you the right bets over the weekend to, you know, win a little bit of money. That's what we do. We'll be right back on Game Time Decisions. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. 
the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. What time is it? Game time! Woo! Game time decisions right back on the grid. Get on the grid. Get the winning edge. All right. Also, listen, you could watch us. You could listen to us. You could also follow us on Twitter, okay? We've got great content out there. If you can't always watch, if you can't always listen, there's other ways to get on the grid, okay? Breaking news, clips of content, all our great picks and plays and leans. There's always a way to be on the grid. Follow us at SportsGrid, at SportsGrid TV. You will not be disappointed right here in for Gabe and Cam tonight as we slide into a holiday weekend. Game time decisions with Dane Martinez, the spitting statistician opposite pick Scott Wetzel and we bring in our guy Dubsy because we are 36 holes away from giving away 15 million dollars and Dubsy we were talking a little bit off air and it sounds like the um options of who may receive that 15 million dollars has now narrowed down maybe to a two-horse race I mean after the second round we got Patty Cantlay at 17 under remember he started at 10 under we got John John Rahm at 16 under. I think he started at 6 under. And then a big time gap to Bryson, JT, Hovland, and the rest. So, Dubs, with two rounds still left to play and 36 holes, is this pretty much a two horse race? Absolutely, boys. This has turned out to be an old school 15 round heavyweight duel. A couple of superstars going head to head. And look, these have probably been the best two players on the tour all year. Ram, Paddy Ice, Paddy Cantlay, and I'm going to turn the clock back. Ram's only got the one win this year on tour, but he should have had the memorial where he was forced to withdraw going right. into Sunday yeah, with COVID. a six-shot lead. He wasn't going to lose that. So who picked up that trophy? Who took home his winner's check? Paddy Cantlay. So you Ooh. betcha he's got a chip on that shoulder going right, into the right, weekend. Yeah. There's going to be some beef out here. And look, John Ram, he's a hungry boy, ladies and gentlemen. That's not a guy I want to stand in the way of, but look, they're both getting it done. Well-rounded golf games, being rewarded on a very tough golf course. I do think it is now a two-horse race because this golf course, it's not given up a lot of birdies. So for the guys like Bryson, Justin Thomas, they're going to have to shoot probably a pair of you know six under pars over the weekend. And I just don't see the golf course giving, giving that up. I mean, Cantley or Ram, maybe they shoot an even par, but both of them coming back to the field, no chance, boys. So are we past the point here now where we, we spoke earlier this week, uh, Dubs, and, and I asked you about you know having this three-shot lead and, and what that means and, and where does that wear off? If it was a basketball game, it wouldn't matter at all. Are, are we at the point now heading into the third round where they, they've forgotten about that and Ron could just look at the scoreboard and say, all right, I'm one shot back? 
Yeah, pr- pr- pretty much. I mean, Ram knows what he has to do to get it done. And he, he's done it perfectly. He started six under par, so he had to make up a bit of room. He's done that. He's got himself in the mix. Bit surprised Bryson went back. He was our fate of the week. He's yeah. still lurking there. He could make a run. I just don't see his golf came lining up well to this golf course. So I'm probably going to fade him, stay clear of him. But Patrick Cantlay, boys, talk about mental fortitude. This guy just not, not a chink in the armor. I mean, last week he was getting it done with putting. This week he's not picking up any strokes going over the field with putting, but he's using the rest of his game. Very impressive, guys. Hey, so Dubs, let me ask you something, okay? Because we talked recently about the Olympics, right? Where it was kind of like an all-or-nothing thing, and we thought people were going to be aggressive in their play. We've talked recent weeks when it went from 125 down to 70, down to 30, whatever it was. And we talked about how some people that were on the bubble may have different objectives, right? Instead of winning that tournament, doing what they needed to do to kind of survive and advance. Now, this is the grand finale. This is the end. I keep on talking about this $15 million. But, Dubs, they're giving out a total of something between like 45 and 50 million it's like second place gets 5 million third place gets 4 million or 10 million whatever it is and all the way down does that create a different way of attacking the course over the weekend um when maybe you know you're not going to catch Cantley, you're not going to catch rom but listen if i drop two strokes and two positions that's a difference of like a million or two million dollars does that change anybody's approach out there on tour i know these big boys the jt's the Finals, the speeds the mcelroy's they're all generationally wealthy already but literally when a stroke is the difference between you know banking three million and banking five million i may be a little strategic about how i approach certain shots laying up with the second shot on a par five or something like that or how should we expect some of these guys in the middle of the pack to approach the next two days of golf I'll tell you what, boys, if I was a caddy out in the bag this week, I'd be saying we are going at absolutely every pin we see. This is lights out golf, pedal to the metal. There's millions of dollars here at stake for all these guys, not just for the winner. So we've got to get up this leaderboard, and there's no next week. This is the playoffs. This is the final stop on the PGA Tour. So for these guys, we know how much they love money. They're all going to be playing very aggressive golf on a pretty tricky golf course. So favor the guys like Billy Horshaw. Hideki Matsuyama had a better round today. Brooks Kepka. These are guys who really need to catapult up the leaderboard and can because they've got that higher ceiling, ability to make birdies. Victor Hovland's another one to watch. The FanDuel Sportsbook, they're not giving us any head-to-head matchups just yet. Yeah. I imagine they're going to release them in the next couple of hours. Watch for those names, guys. We need guys with high okay. ceilings. Go for broke. No, no, no runners up here. We don't want to get 30th All out of 30. Right. Come on. Easy for you to say. I mean, you're not, you don't have $3 million on the line with the putt, but I understand, Dubs. It's okay. Hey, it's what do you got from Johnny? Money boys. It's easy as the cat. I was the one playing the shot. Just hit it at yeah, the yeah, pin. Yeah, exactly. How'd you miss that one? What's the matter with right. you? Come on. <laughs> I was going to ask you, Doves, the other way. You know, me, me, the eternal optimist here. I'm going to be a pessimist here and say, you know, when does the frustration, you know, kick in? Because you met Kevin Na. I'm glad you brought him up. You know, under normal circumstances, you know, or Billy Horse, right. rather, under normal circumstances, he'd be three back. He, he'd be right there heading into the weekend. But, you know, he shot a 133, you know, over these last two uh, rounds. But instead, you know, he, he's 10 shots back. He's out of it. And this poor sap's got to be saying to himself, what the fudge? <laughs> I'm shooting great, yeah. and I'm 10 shots back. And it's right. stupid. I don't want to do yeah. that. Not that I wouldn't do it again, but you need the, the player to support this tournament, I think. I, I don't know. There's a frustration uh, build in with, uh, you know, kick in with these guys eventually. Oh, look, Scott, I don't think it can. They know what they're getting into coming into this week. I mean, poor Billy Horsley's probably going home to you know, a couple of Lambos, a couple of Ferraris, 
even last place this week gets a payout. <laughs> yeah, be okay. Four, Poor Billy. Boys, last last guy in this field this week and gets a payout of four hundred thousand dollars. That's ridiculous. Wow. So it's it's huge money on the lines. Look, uh, I'm not a fan of this format. I still don't think this is the winner. I mean, if anything, I was probably bigger on how it was before, first past the post, similar to the English Premier League. I mean, that, that's probably the best sporting league in the world, rewards the best team for the you know longevity of the season. Why not do it this way? Maybe throw in a match play thing at the end, go mano y mano, but right. I don't think this is the best format. doesn't really do it for me. But it is what yeah, it I mean, is, You boys. say, Dubs. Last place gets 400k. I actually heard Paul Azinger on uh, on the telecast a couple of days ago saying when he won this event in 1992 as the winner, his payout was three hundred and sixty thousand dollars. And now last place here gets 400k. It's good work if you can get it. All right, so Dubs, you got Cantlay, you got Rom, then you got a big old gap here on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Right? Give me someone who maybe could come from seven eight shots back over the next couple of days because I see Rory at 41 to 1, Hovland at 41 to 1, Finau, JT at huge numbers. You talked that we don't have the matchups just yet so that we could try to fade certain guys, right? I'd be fading Bryson, but is there anybody there that at a huge number, 41 to 1, Finau now 60 to 1, Harris English 65 to 1? If I did want to play, not Cantley, not Rom, right? Understanding yeah. it's a long shot because they're back. Who of these guys that are a good 40, 50, 60 to 1 are worth a couple of shekels of yours and ultimately my money as well? Yeah, I mean, we're going to be smart with it. And the guys for me that can make a bit of a run, Justin Thomas, Roy McElroy, it looks like he's found something last week, this week. He's driving it fantastic again. So Roy can make a bit of a run. And then Victor Hovland, Rocks or Diamonds, Victor Hovland. He goes out the gate strong, can shoot six birdies on the front nine, could make six bogeys. They're three guys still clinging on to a little bit of hope. But again, guys, these two up top of the leaderboard, absolute thoroughbreds. They're not going to give much up. Mm. So for these guys, Rory, JT, Victor, they have to do something really, really special just to get into the mix. You kind of alluded to it, Dubs. Is this course, do you see any 50s? Is anyone capable of putting a 58, 59 together for one of these guys that are 8, 9, 10, 11 shots back to get themselves really back in it? No, look, boys, I played here two weeks ago, and it was a par 72. For the big fellas this week, it's a par 70. So they take away a couple of the par fives, which are our premium scoring options on the PGA Tour. And I think that's what we should see more of on a week-to-week so we don't see these you know, 25 under winning scores. So there's really not that many good scoring opportunities out there. And again, the course has shown its teeth. This rough, serious problem trying to get out of there and get it close to the pin. You can't flight the ball. You can't spin the ball. So the guys aren't getting a lot of looks. The greens are tough to putt on. So no, I, I you know put the house on. There's not going to be you know, a, a 61, 62. I think maybe a seven under is probably as low as we're going to get over the weekend. It's possible, but it's going to have to come from one of these guys, well-rounded golf game, one of the young superstars to make a bit of a charge up the board. All right, I'm trying to basically make sense of everything you're saying, Dubs, and you saying pretty much that ultimately on Sunday it will be John Rahm or Patrick Cantley that's hoisting that trophy. And right now, Rahm at even money, Cantley at plus 155. Pick me one guy. Is it Rahm or is it Cantley? Who's going to be the FedEx Tour champion? Look, boys, Cantley's got to be running on near empty. Rahm, he's had his adversities off the course this year. He's a hungry boy. I think he's still running on a half tank, and that's a half tank of diesel. Get on John Rahm to win the Tour Championship this weekend. Ooh, the gas tank is half full. 
<laughs> nice. How about the shamble? You impressed with all the stuff that's gone on around him that there he is in third place? I am, Scotty, very impressed. This is a golf course that doesn't suit him well, but he's figuring out a way how to contend. Week to week, DeChambeau, he's showing up. He hits it a long way, but he also hits it straight. He's also got the rest of the game. His putting's incredible. I'm impressed. He can't get it done this weekend. Comes from Cantlay or Ram. Get on Ramba. All right, we'll see in dozen. We see if we lock them all in a room and have a couple of kegs like you suggested to get these boys ready for the Ryder Cup in a few weeks, and we'll be back to talk to you then. Thanks for spending a couple minutes with us here on Game Time Decisions, Dubs. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. What time is it? Game time! Woo! All right, get back on the grid if you want the winning edge. Unless, of course, you're allergic to money. You got the spitting statistician in for Gabe here on a holiday Friday. My man opposite picks Scott Wetzel as well. Good to spend some time with Dubs. He pretty much thinks it's going to be Rom or Cantley at this point hoisting the FedEx trophy and the $15 million that come along with it. Let's continue the parade of guests. We've got Cousin Sal joining us right now. We are overjoyed to have have him chill with us for a couple of minutes on a casual Friday. Sal, how you doing, brother man? Good, Dane. Thank you for the intro. You know, I really genuinely feel you're overjoyed. Scott, I think, is ho-hum. I feel like I get a little more response from Scott, but whatever. That's no, usually the way it is. That's usually the way it is, Sal. I mean, come on. I got to bring my gregarious Puerto Rican nature to it, and then he's got to go get off my lawn right away. But let me ask you this, Sal, okay? Yeah. Because all summer long, we've been talking about, oh, baseball, the boys of summer. We've been talking about sticky stuff. We've been talking about the wild card. We've been talking about the trade deadline. And I got to tell you the truth. I see, like, UAB versus Jacksonville State and other random things like the Citadel and Coastal Carolina. And all of a sudden, for me at least, baseball is out the window. And 
I am all yeah. football all the time. Are you kind of similar? Is it like, all right, wake me up in October in game three of the ALCS? Like, what are you following at this point of the sports calendar? Is it still baseball? Is it things like the U.S. Open? Is it the Little League World Series, for goodness sakes? Uh, or are you now forget about it? It's football, football, football. Well, yeah, it's all those things. I have to follow all those things. I'm a, I'm a compulsive and a degenerate uh, lunatic. But, yes, it's easy to say goodbye to baseball when you root for the Mets. And I know they're right. toying with my emotions now. They're five out. You know, they were eight out. They're going to come back. They're looking for diamonds on the field and everything. Like, you know, the thumbs down. Mm -hmm. I, I want to kill myself the whole week. But, no, it's football. You mentioned Jacksonville State. I bet that dog right? team. They didn't score. I think they lost 45 nothing. I had like 16 points. You weren't alone. But uh, I think I'm making a little, rebounding a little bit. I had 14 and a half in Ohio State. I played that well. I took Minnesota. I Virginia Tech somehow is a 7 nothing lead here. Usually they have like eight points with, uh, with three minutes left in the game. But I bet them, and they're up to a 7-0 lead. So I'm feeling good about college. It's nice just to see the crowds, right? You see 70,000, and it's like I'm scared at first. I'm like, oh, no, wait. That's how it's supposed to be. Yes, this is this is real life. Yes, let's please let's get back to it. And uh, it's great. It's terrific. And of course, NFL right around the corner. Nice. Right, so give us a couple of winners here, Sal, in college football for tonight. We've got a few more games starting a little bit later on. Nothing great well, tonight, I, but a couple of decent games. You know, I, I like that Northwestern game under. I mean, there's just no point. Talk about a team that scores ten points with like three three minutes left in the game. Northwestern's one of those teams. I like to have Michigan State to go way under forty five and a half. Uh, so that would be my uh, pick for anything that hasn't started so far. Let's see. What else are you guys on here um, for Friday? It's, uh, yeah, that's it for the Friday. But then I'm I'm leaning in heavy. Tomorrow. On, on early yeah. So talk to me tomorrow. I mean, Penn State, Wisconsin. We got Bama and Miami. Do you think De'Ara King yeah. has a chance? Georgia, Clemson, so much action. You're right. Tomorrow, really that first Saturday of college football where you could sit down in your recliner from noon until midnight and have some action. So where will your eyes be tomorrow on the college football slate? Yeah, it's ridiculous. I don't remember a, a opening Saturday this good, right? I mean, I don't know if they did it right. on purpose or it used to be like that. It's that's my alarm for you guys. But uh, I'm taking Penn State with the points. I know Wisconsin had the number one defense in the Big Ten last year, but I don't like the way they move the ball. That quarterback, I'm not in love with him, uh, Mertz. So uh, I think right. he's one in seven against top-ranked teams in the last couple of years. Uh, Penn State on the other hand, I like Clifford. like what they do. They have a receiver who was at eight touchdowns, 846 yards, Otson. So uh, I like them to keep that game close. I'm also, you know, people call me crazy. Everyone love for in love with Georgia over Clemson. I think Clemson's the better team, better defensively too. You know, I got Uyagalele mm -hmm. as a Heisman Trophy winner. You'll see him between six and ten to one odds. You're gonna get that at three to one next week at this time because they're gonna beat Clem uh, They're gonna beat uh, Georgia. They have the better defense. They have that defensive line. They have eight tacklers returning. Uh, they had 46 sacks last year, and it's reminiscent of that 2018 line where uh, Bryant and they had a bunch of guys go pro and uh, Dexter Lawrence. It's going to be just like that, low-scoring game, but I think Clemson wins that. What do you guys think of those games? I, I agree. Although I don't agree it's going to be a low-scoring game, though. So I think it's going to – this This to me huh. has got, uh, you know, 42-40 written all over it. Oh, uh, wow. You could literally – yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, you can't play unders in, D in college football. Although I do agree, you know, if you were going to Northwestern, Michigan State would be the one. But otherwise, 
you know, uh, and you have my kiss of death because I bet the over Virginia Tech and it's still 7 nothing second quarter, which I don't quite understand. But, yeah, right. I, I think both those teams are going to go up. and They got the better quarterback, Clemson. Uh, they got the better overall team. They got the better head coach. I, I, I'm surprised that line is only three, to tell you the truth. Yeah, Dabo's playing with a chip on his shoulder too, right? And so, but and the other thing is Georgia could lose the game and not be out of right. contention, right? If they win, right. they, they can still find themselves yes. in the SEC championship game and then win that. And then the tournament, the committee, what are they going to turn their back on an SEC team? Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll put two in there before they put Clemson or, or any or Oklahoma or Iowa State or anyone like that. So it's very exciting though. I can't believe these matchups are so good so early on. Miami, Alabama, I, you know, you ask it for trouble if you bet against Alabama because they could put up 60 on you. They'll just run you out of the building. Right. But I like that Tierra King. I'm taking the 19 points. I think they've, uh, they've been a good team at home, and uh, they play some defense, and they have like five offensive linemen returning, which is a huge, huge uh, thing. And, you know, you could mix and match running backs, put the five-star athletes back in there. But if you have an offensive line in sync, uh, that's the way to do it. No, absolutely. And Sal, let me just tell you, if you like De'Ara King, because I mean, you were talking about DJU, the Clemson quarterback. And by the way, yeah. I like how you both guys pronounced his name. I'm just going to go with DJU as the <laughs> way I'm calling him out for the entire time. But listen, De'Ara King, if Miami can somehow hang with Alabama or pull up the upset, the correlated bet has to be for King as a Heisman Trophy winner. Okay, and you can get that at ridiculous, you know, odds right here. He's 30 to 1. If they pull yeah. up the upset, not only would Miami skyrocket in the rankings, skyrocket in their futures, but King's candidacy for Heisman would certainly be off to a good start. I'm with you, Sal. The idea that these games are happening before Labor Day, and it used to be just like one of them, right? Like in Jerry's right. world, we get one kind of game of actual powers, but it does seem like more and more of these non-conference games are scheduling the big boys to try to have that notch on their belt. What do you think, though, in college football, we hear about maybe expansion to the 12 teams. We hear about the SEC, you know, poaching Oklahoma and Texas. And then the big boys, the other conferences being like, nah, we'll start flirting together to wind up, you know, ganging up on the bully that is the SEC. I actually think, Sal, that this ACC, Big Ten, Pac-12 alliance could be very, very cool for what we just said. From noon until midnight, they could have eyes on their product. Forget about just 3.30 with Vern Lundquist on CBS. How do you think, ultimately, these tectonic plates are shifting? What do you think it's all going to look like in about four years? Are we just going to have, like, two or four super conferences? How does this story end, in your opinion, Sal? Yeah, I think it does. I mean, it's stupid to say it's about money because everybody knows it's about money. So how are they going to get the most money? I think they do make these super conferences, right? And, you know, I'm a traditionalist. I like the alliances. I like the regional part of the whole thing. But, you know, there's been some some rivalries that have nothing to do with region. Like USC, Notre Dame is a fun one too, right? That has nothing to do with conferences. But, uh, yes, I think uh, the 12 teams, I'm all for it. I don't know why Notre Dame, I brought up Notre Dame. Do you think it's right that they don't join a conference? The way the playoffs would work out, they wouldn't get a bye because you have to win your conference to get a bye. So, but I talked to Brady Quinn this week. I've talked like a lot of these uh, Notre Dame guys, like we don't want to buy. We just want that first home game. So whoever the five seed, hmm. we'll go against the 12. We'll get a home seed, uh, game. We'll win that. And then we'll be in the, um, you know, we'll be in the uh, final four or the elite eight or whatever semis it ends whatever. up being. So yeah, the semis. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it's all about the Bucks. They, they, you know, they sacrifice a chance to win the national championship to get a home game. It's amazing. Speaking of money, because yeah. it's out, what about what's your reaction to some of these deals? I saw where a, a Pittsburgh alumnus today gave Pitt the $20 million to upgrade the football program and help the program and the players, which means you know some of that money is going to be going to recruits coming in. I mean, this, this is really almost getting out of control, the, these NIL deals that these kids, they're getting millions of dollars. They're making more than the coaches are. Does that even count as an NIL? What is where? So wait, where does that? I, don't know. I hadn't heard the story. This is, where does this go? Yeah. Are they getting that Tony Dorsett? But what? Did, I can't even imagine. Dan Marino <laughs> comes about. What is? What could Pitt do? Although I think they are. They're over unders like seven, seven and a half. And uh, you throw them in the lump there with the North Carolina and Miami. That'll be fun. You know, you brought up the Eric King thirty to one, and I think Scott is on the Sam Howell uh, thing. I don't know how Sam Howell isn't even odds. To win the Heisman Trophy, everybody likes that kid. Everybody likes everyone's that kid on to win it. And now, is it still seven nothing second quarter, Scott? Yeah, I don't know. I still yeah. He's still got to get through Virginia okay. Tech before Labor Day. You're not going to have a Heisman candidacy right. if you're zero and one by the time the grill shuts down for the season. But Sal, I wanted to ask you. I want to go over the NFL. We only got a couple minutes left for you. We're talking about these college kids, right? There are so many rookie quarterbacks this year. I don't mm-hmm. think. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be running for his life all season long. We see about the buzz around Fields, around Lance, and those. I'm a long-suffering Jets fan here in New York, Sal. So I'm wondering uh. if New Jack City can make it happen right what do you think about some of these rookies are there any that are going to be in position to be successful right out the gate i think you got the best one Dane. and you know here's the yeah. thing mac jones is mac jones is positioned to be on the team with the best record because the patriots have a dynamite running game and a dynamite defense and they have the best coach of all time so he might look good stats wise but i like zach wilson to win offensive rookie of the year first of all i think there's gonna be a lot of garbage time but I like the kid. A lot of production. Quarter of his quarter of his touchdowns uh, in college were uh, with his legs, so he could run the ball. My guy Tony Romo came out this week and says he's the best of the bunch. I he kind did. of agree. And you have to be careful though when you start a quarterback week one. I'm looking. I'm telling you the last four: uh, Burrow four eleven and one, Kyler Murray five ten and one, Darnold four and twelve, Kaiser zero and sixteen. Your team is not going to all of a sudden turn it around. So even if you're, I'm not even saying Burrow was a bad choice making him start week one, but don't expect teams one in 15 last year to go six and 11 this year or seven and 10 or anything like that. No, that's not how I'm measuring success, Sal. That's not how yeah. I'm going to measure success. Not with wins or losses. I just want to feel right. like I'm moving in the right direction, finally, the same way I wanted to feel after two years of Sam Darnold. But I digress. You're right. It's not wins I and losses. I just want to have the arrow pointed in the right direction. Go ahead, Scott. Guys, you guys, what do you think, Sal? Is Tampa Bay going to repeat? Everyone seems to think they're going to be the greatest thing in the world. I think they're going to come back to the pack myself. But uh, what do you think? Yeah, I'm with you. I think they grab a wild card and Green Bay beats them up in the playoffs and they get their revenge. But I think the Rams are the team in the NFC that's unstoppable. I didn't want to be on the Matt Stafford train like everybody else, but the more research I did, I mean, that guy had a top 10 defense once and he went 11-5 and with the Lions. I think they can win like 13 games if they play their cards right and aren't injured. 
No, absolutely. Sal, you don't have to call it the Matthew Stafford train. You could call it the Aaron Donald train, yeah, and it'll right. be just fine. That's the way you can do it. I like the Rams as well. I just think that division, Sal, is going to be one of the toughest in all of football. Your alarm is going, Sal. That means your time <laughs> with you us guys. is up. It's all good. Thank you for spending the time in between alarms with us, Sal. Come on back. You'll be talking with Gabe and Cam. I hope we get to chap it up again sometime soon. Thanks for chilling with us right here on Absolutely. Game Time Decisions, Sal. Thanks, Dan. Absolutely. Thanks, no problem. When we come back, Scott and I will be back. We're looking at Virginia Tech and UNC, and we got some other Major League Baseball games we need to make decisions on. That's what we do here on Game Time Decisions. Come on back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. Welcome back in, everybody. Game time decisions finishing up. We're about to transition into in-game live. Scotty, I asked you a question at the beginning of the hour. Our friends at SportsGrid have put it up on social media. People are guessing and guessing. Someone guessed Matt Leinert, who was close but no cigar. So, Scott, 3,500 yards. 30 touchdowns and under 10 interceptions in back-to-back seasons. Sam Howell did it his freshman and sophomore year. Over the break, you successfully guessed two different people. You did say Baker Mayfield for Oklahoma, who did it, and Marcus Mariota did it for the Ducks. Quack, quack. There's three other guys here, Scott. One is a current offensive coordinator in the NFL. One of them was a number one overall draft pick, and one of them... You're going to laugh because most people think he sucks. All right, so it's not Mahomes then, clearly, right? No. He's not one no. of them. Yeah. Uh, nope. So um, the guy who sucks. What if I gave you schools? The guy who sucks yeah, went me- to – the guy who sucks went to West Virginia. Oh, Killy Smith? No. Geno Smith, close. Geno Smith, Gino Smith, Smith yeah. did. Remember, they put up big numbers at West Virginia. The one who was yeah, a yeah. number one overall him. pick, the one who was a number one overall pick, Scotty, went to Fresno State. Oh, um, 
he's out of the league now. He's an announcer. Trent he's Taylor. out of the league. No, Carr. Derek Carr. Carr went. His brother is still in the league. He was the number one overall pick. And then there is one who went to, uh, if I give you the school, it's obvious. He's a current offensive coordinator, and he went to a school that we were following their game last night. Scott, does that help you out at all? Um, Utah? I'm thinking Utah. Nope. I'm thinking, nope. Uh, it no, is the okay. current offensive coordinator of the Dallas Cowboys, Scott. He went to Boise oh, State, geez. who we were watching last night, and it's Kellen Moore. Kellen Good Moore Lord. pulled the trick at his time as well, and Sam Howell joins that. When we come back, it's going to be in-game live. We'll be following Sam Howell, and if he, because he needs a couple of touchdowns. Stay on the grid with us right here. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. 